Welcome to today's Energy Show. It's my pleasure to introduce Ed Murray. Ed's the CEO and president of Aztec Solar, based in Sacramento. He's a longtime member of CalSIA, the California Solar Energy Industries Association, and also a board member of the National Solar Energy Industries Association. Aztec Solar is one of the few solar contractors that specializes in doing commercial, municipal, and school solar hot water systems. So if you have a big pool to heat or you need a lot of process heat for your business, Ed's the expert. So welcome to the show, Ed. Hey, thanks, Barry. Happy New Year. Hey, Happy New Year to you, too. It's, it's uh, good to get off on the right foot. Yes. Um, hey, so uh, tell me a little bit about the business at Aztec Solar. What is it that you guys focus on? Well, we started in 1980. We started in residential and commercial water heating systems. We actually did quite a bit of commercial water heating early 1980s with partnerships that we were involved with. And there were substantial tax credits in, at the time, and so we became limited partners in systems that were installed on, for instance, University of California at Davis, where we installed systems and guaranteed the university a reduction of 20% in their gas bills. We had investors that were able to take the tax credits and rebates from the, PAC, the California Public Utility Commission, which were pretty substantial at the time. Unfortunately, in 1985, uh, we had a change in the federal government leadership, and President Reagan decided that he didn't really like solar water heating and solar in general, and so he took away the incentives. And we went into that that time uh, swimming pool heating, and we maintained quite a few systems that were orphaned by the loss of a lot of the companies that went out of business because of the demise of the tax credits. And unfortunately, we've had this push-pull all along in solar water heating and solar electric, where your government incentives come and they go, and rebates come and they go, and companies come and go. And unfortunately, uh, fortunately for us, we've stayed around and maintained the systems, and we have a pretty good base of customers now in California, and especially Northern California. We have about 15,000 customers in residential and probably about you know a few hundred re- uh, commercial systems with, throughout uh, the western United States. So you're, you're doing a lot of maintenance on existing. That's a lot of systems. It's fifteen thousand systems. So there's a, it sounds yeah, we, like a pretty good business there. It is. We it keeps the lights on. Um, the base customers. We we have some real happy customers from 1980 that we have systems that we installed. And it's not like your dishwasher you put in that lasts maybe nowadays a year or so. We have systems that are going on 35 years old, and, and it's unbelievable to me that they're still working and functioning out there, but these people are happy campers because they're getting free hot water and saving probably 70% of their electric and or gas bill on their water heating residentially. And same in the commercial systems, they're saving with the hot water systems probably 50%, and, and our pools, they're able to swim in April through October for free with solar water heating, solar pool heating. Yeah, that's... And it's great. Yeah, that's People are happy. Th- there's a lot of analogies to the photovoltaic market too. The the business structures of partnerships owning the systems and sharing in the savings. That's a um, uh, an innovation for PV, but it sounds like it's been done in solar thermal for a long time. And then you know, I also have the same experience. It's only been about a dozen years or so, but Cinnamon Solar we're doing a lot of maintenance on existing photovoltaic systems here in Silicon Valley. And you know, the inverters go out after ten years. We go out and fix it. The panels are perfectly fine, and um, you know, the customers are really, really happy that there's somebody around that can uh, maintain them. And I know you have to wash those panels occasionally to keep that system energy up because I do have a big system on my house and I can't believe the difference when um, there's dust on them compared to when I wash those panels off, Barry. So I don't know if you also do panel washing, but 
I think it's it's a pretty good business to get into is to panel wash. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's funny I ask that. I I can't make the economics really pencil out for washing panels for mm. for people here and here in other places maybe, but um, well, it hasn't rained so that hasn't helped. But yeah. usually, if if you do it the right way, where you're sending out a crew and they're you know following all the safety guidelines, it's it's kind of tough. But whenever we do maintenance, other maintenance on the system, you know, replace an inverter or, or fix a microinverter, when we're up there, that's definitely when we clean it. And and generally, what I recommend recommend is you, you want to clean them at least every four or five years, but generally um, once it starts raining, they, they get a little bit cleaner. Huh. Um, well, in hot water systems, you don't really have to worry about it because the efficiencies really don't go away with water, uh, with dust on the panels. Um, sometimes we actually like the dust because those panels get so hot in the summertime that we'd rather have them a little dusty because they're so efficient that you have um, steaming hot water coming out of the panels. And it's incredible. You can actually burn your hands up on the roof when you're working on this stuff if you're not careful careful with the uh, fluids that we put into the system. Yeah, that's uh, you know, those systems just keep keep working, and and yeah, uh, there's we have a lot of customers that want to put photovoltaic up, and you know they have pool heating panels or they have an existing domestic hot water system. I said, listen, don't don't touch that. We're gonna have to work around it. No, we're not gonna move it. We're just gonna make sure it keeps working, because um, once those systems are installed, you know, just a little bit of maintenance will keep you keep you happily in hot water for a while. Yes. Well, we actually do a, uh, a bit of swimming pool heating systems can move around because the time you're using the swimming pool solar is when the sun is highest in the sky. So a lot of the roofs can, um, even the north roof, if you have enough panels, can uh, uh, support a solar pool heating system. So sometimes we have to move those panels over. And so I, and, and, and you still are able to put PV up. So it doesn't, we, we want them to have a fully solar operable house and um so we we do that yeah. uh, move that panels around and it, and it's in it and, and we still have happy customers because i i can tell you i won't go into a pool if it's 78 degrees but when it's 82 degrees i'll just be there all day long it's it's amazing what that four degree difference will do for you yeah yeah no I, yeah, my wife won't even go in the water at all <laughs> if it's not warm enough so. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so so t- <laughs> Tell us a little bit about the the numbers for solar domestic hot water, both residential and and commercial. Because when I kind of do a back-of-the-envelope calculation, at least for residential, the paybacks seem to be kind of long. So where are the the best markets? Well, right now it's the best time to buy either uh, residential or commercial water heating. For the single-family homes, the incentive levels from the California Public Utility Commission, um, the maximum incentive level is $2,719, and there's a 30% federal tax credit. So typically our systems cost around seven, dollars $8,000, and sometimes upwards of 10000 But the more there's a tax credit, so 30%. So this, after all the rebates and tax credits, you're down to around $3,500 um, net payment. And, and that um, payback is and residential systems is probably less than 10 years. Of course, we all know natural gas with the fracking that's going on right now, the reduced um, prices in natural gas aren't, aren't going to last forever. And so the people that are buying these systems are kind of forward-thinking, looking to have the free hot water, because we'll put a system that will save you up to 70% of your bills in the hot water systems and residential. And the other benefit of it, and people don't even realize it, is they have all the hot water they'd ever want because uh, we have a lot of people that up in our neck of the woods that have college kids coming home in the summertime, and that's when our systems work the best. And so then they have their their kids can have all the hot water. They don't run out of hot water like a lot of teenage homes do. Yeah. 
So let's talk a little bit about commercial systems. Sure. All right. That's even better. The paybacks on commercial are phenomenal. And right now the commercial rebates are $14.53 per therm. So the California Public Utility Commission has come up with a rebate program through uh, Jared Huffman, who's an assemblyman, now a a congressman. Uh, He came up with uh, AB 1470 in 2007. It was an add-on to the CSI, or the California Solar Initiative Program, that we all started for photovoltaic systems. We, we found that we missed the mark, and we didn't handle having solar water heating involved. So Bernadette Del Chiaro, who's currently the executive director of CalSIA, came, and we got together with California Solar Energy Industry Association, and I'm the treasurer of that and, and one of the um, members that a longtime board member. And when and, and I was a uh, one of the officers when you were president there, Barry. So it's kind of cool that we're, we're still in this together. <laughs> we got together and we got these incentive levels up. And on commercial multifamily, you can get a maximum incentive level of five hundred thousand dollars. Now that's a pretty substantial rebate, and that's a pretty big system. So if you were going to get a five hundred thousand dollar rebate, but again, along with the thirty percent federal tax credit depreciation. It's an unbelievable payback. You can get uh, less than, t- typically less than five-year payback, a lot of times two-year payback on commercial water heating systems for apartments, hotels, universities, uh, high schools, and on swimming pool systems now. there As of January 15th, there will be a rebate for those also. And, and that's going to be $7 a therm. And that's almost a no-brainer to install a solar pool heater on a, the school or an apartment or hotel because the systems are almost a, a push and what the rebate is, it will almost cover the whole system cost. So, uh, so just kind of like from a high level for anybody that's involved with commercial buildings, like a, you know, a hospital or or um, you know somebody uses process heat or whatever. It sounds like it's a no brainer. Like apartment buildings, if you've got the space, and then if you're involved with a board of education at all, like one of the high schools and they have swimming pools, that's almost automatic. It's almost a mandatory thing that you guys should put in right now is, is uh, solar pool heating. Yes, and we were lucky enough to get a couple of projects down in the Bay Area, the Saratoga High School and the Los Gatos High School, where we installed solar pool heating for their for their high school pools. They're fairly, fairly large pools. The seniors at the time put together a project where they – did a cost-effective analysis on what solar would be best for their schools. And they came up with, versus uh, all the other opportunities and renewables, they came up with the solar pool heating being the best uh, rebate um, or or best system for the biggest bang for the buck. So we put uh, some pretty good systems, pretty good-sized systems on those schools, and they're they're pretty innocuous. You, I know, live near one of those systems, and I bet you don't even see the panels on the roof. And they're just simple plastic panels that are on the roof. The plastic tubing from the filter pump pumps the water up through the pan- panels, and when it's hotter on the roof than it is the swimming pool, those pumps turn on and heat the water in the pool and give them all the free heat that they need. The, and the kids are happy because they're swimming in hot water, and they're not burning money by burning gas. It's uh, a substantial savings when they ha- or they're able to turn off the boilers. And the benefit to the school is that they can take the money they used to spend heating with the gas and use it on books. And it's just a win-win for everybody. Yeah, it's it's a very simple system and, uh, you know, it didn't really have any impact at all on the school operation. 
uh, you know, it went in pretty in a pretty straightforward way. And, uh, you know, I know that the Board of Education is always looking for um, ways to save money and, and put aside more more cash really for education and, and uh, solar yeah. thermal totally, totally makes sense there. Yeah, um, and then now with Prop 39 funds, they're able to use those too. So there's so many ways that they can pay for this thing. It's uh, it's just, again, a no-brainer. There's something that they should look at and install and able to save on operating expenses for the school. And how did you, I know there's some special requirements with the DSA and other things. How did you navigate around that to get the system installed kind of promptly? Yeah, they're, they're fun to deal with. They're, the Department of State Architects is the, the department that we have to go through for schools or universities to permit the systems. So we have engineers and we have engineers on staff that put together a detailed plans, structural, mechanical, electrical plans, and we put the systems through the DSA. We work with the department pretty closely because they're familiar with us and we're familiar with them. And we were able to get these systems uh, permitted within a couple of months. They're they're a little more difficult than regular city and county building departments, but they're uh, at the point where they accept that uh, a more streamlined permit package. And we're at the point where we've been up and down the state installing these systems and we're familiar with them and they're familiar with us and we know what they want and they know what how, how good of a system that we install so they, and that we're professional plan um, we, we do we put together a professional plan package yeah that's that's um something that that I learned over doing um, photovoltaic installations for some schools around is you know we would do like a few a year and sometimes they were little sample systems you know hey put four panels up sometimes they were covering a whole roof and you know it was just a killer we almost always lost money because this isn't something that we did every single week it sounds like you guys over at Aztec solar really specialize in dealing with schools in California and you you, you understand the DSA's requirements which are which are rigorous and different. There's nothing really wrong with them. They're just uh, trickier, and that just makes the installation go a lot faster. So, you know, it, yeah. my 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 experience with it is, unless the company that you're that that's doing the solar for these schools is really making it their day in and day out job to do uh, school solar, uh, it's it's going to take longer than you expect. And, right. And and the most of the thing that they're looking for is safety. And so with the new uniform building code that they've adopted, they want to make sure this stuff does stays on the roof and that nobody gets hurt. And we're, we're we we do it right. We we make sure that there is no roof leaks. We work with the roofers of those commercial buildings because we want to make sure that the warranties stay intact. So we work closely together with the roofers that install the roofs, and we make sure that it's watertight and they. Building departments are happy, and the DSA is happy, and the building owner is ultimately the one that we want to impress, and we make sure that they're happy. Let's talk a little bit more about commercial solar, say on an apartment building or a hotel or something like that. You know, what, what, what's a, a typical cost of a system and savings, and, and what, what do those economics look like for possible customers? Well, there's no typical cost because it depends upon the size of the hotel or apartment building. But I can tell you one that we did last year, um, the 10 hours, 2014, but 2013, that was an apartment building. It was approximately, uh, they had four different uh, systems or large boilers that we installed them on. And the system costs around $500,000. The customer was able to take a 30% federal tax credit, so that brought it down to, you know, for 350000 And then he got a rebate, I think, around 250000 with depreciation 
again, the guy just couldn't not do it. He had to do it. It, 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 it was almost, uh, I, this is too good to be true, and it, was, uh, it, it, it wasn't one of those deals that was too good to be true. It was real. And the guy was really happy, and he's, he's had the, the, he used to have a problem with not having enough hot water to some of the tenants, and now, they, again, they have a, a, a huge capacity of solar heat water, and the, the people are happy in the apartments because they're going green, and, the, uh, and, and, and that makes the tenant or the, the landlord look better because they think he's going green, but he's actually making green. So. Yeah, every everybody everybody wins. That's a that's yeah. excellent. Now, ha, ha, do you have any indication of what those paybacks would look like outside of California? You know, what are some other good states where commercial or school solar make a lot of sense? Um, well, in Arizona, there's rebates and and uh, uh, tax credits available. In Texas, now they're coming up with tax credits and rebates. In Florida, Massachusetts, and New York. So those are the target states. We actually look to those states to install systems. We also installed a system in Colorado for a high school swimming pool because they had substantial rebates and tax credits there. So we were out in California, or Colorado. Our crews actually installed the systems. We don't subcontract work because we've tried that once and we realized that's not the way to go. We want to keep it the quality up and no no callbacks and and we want happy customers. So we keep our own installers um, installing the systems. And so there. There's a website and it's desire.org and I don't know if you've ever been there, Gary, uh, Barry, but the um, sorry the the uh, website is dsire.org and it tells of all the different states that have rebates and tax credits available to the hot water and photovoltaic systems. Yeah, no, that's a, that's an excellent website. You know, anybody that's interested in putting any kind of solar technology in, it's the I guess it's called the database of state incentives for renewable energy and it's really comprehensive. It's 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 residential, it's commercial, it's municipal, it's got tax credits, it's got rebates, it's got utility programs. It's it's absolutely terrific. So so we've done a um we've got a lot of incentives, but t- tell me a little bit about maybe some new equipment innovations that are coming out that are going to make solar domestic hot water solar pool heating more cost-effective? Well, we, we, we just installed a system down at the De Anza College in San Jose that had evacuative tubes. And these tubes are in a vacuum, and they um, heat the water up as they pass through there. They're, they're the old technology of the vacuum tubes and old television sets is the similar technology that we use for the vacuum water heating tubes. And so these have antifreeze through them. They actually um, heat the water in the building, and they're, there's uh, such a, a big savings on it. Their boiler never fired up in the in the summertime this year when we installed these systems because we were completely uh, going with solar water heating system. It, it completely um, handled all their hot water needs. This was a pretty involved system that had an, a photovoltaic array right above it, and then we put these tubes flush-mounted to the roof down below, and, it, and it's a pretty attractive system. The systems that are out there, they're, they're better and better because their absorption rates on the selective surface coatings and the glass that they use are low-iron tempered glazing so that there's more solar sunlight that gets through to the actual plate where the water or the fluid heats up. So there's always new technologies coming out. We're on the cutting edge because we're... We're, we work with the Solar Rating Certification Corporation. We work with IAPMO, the International Association of Plumbing Mechanical Officials. Um, we were on the NABSEP board here, the North American Board of Certified Energy Practitioners. And so we watch for newer, newest, latest, greatest technology. 
Yeah, and fact, you know the the things that you're talking about are also you know it's not bleeding edge. So some of that better absorption surface or some of those evacuated tubes. I mean, the technology's been around and now it's been fine tuned. It's perfected. It's going to last for 25 years. You know, and that's that's just absolutely terrific as far as reducing some of the costs. So yeah. so it's, it's um, I know you've been in the industry a long time. How did you get How did you get started with Aztec Solar? Tell me a little bit about that story. Oh sure, I was working at a lumber yard when I was going to college up in Sacramento, and a guy came in and wanted to know if I wanted to do sideline work with him installing solar water heating and I thought that was pretty cool and I got involved with that company that he was working for after a spell and graduated college and went to work for them as a pre-site design engineer and then and that was 1978 I was I was young I was only five years old Barry <laughs> um, <laughs> but I I uh, then went in 1980 the company unfortunately went out of business I saw an opportunity to take their customer list because I knew that the customers would need service work and I got together with the engineer, and we started a company up then, and we started installing and maintaining the systems. And most of the time, we were doing hot water systems. We, we looked at photovoltaic in the early 90s, and it just was not there yet. And then uh, we, we went back and forth and, and with solar pool heating, and solar water heating was kind of our mainstay. It's kind of where my heart is, because that's where we started. And we, again, looked at PV when the rebates came out in the mid-90s, and again, stayed away from it because we knew that it was going to be a pretty competitive, and it's going to, there were a lot of people jumping into it that didn't know what the heck they were doing, and, and a lot of the cream came to the top, like your company did, um, a lot of systems that were well uh, installed and well maintained, but there were, were a lot of fly-by-nights, and that we stayed away from it. So we, we stayed in water heating. We do a bit of PV. Um, it's not, uh, we don't do any commercial photovoltaic. It's just not our forte. We do uh, 50% of our businesses in commercial water heating and pool heating right now, and we're, we're getting more and more commercial water heating and pool heating systems installed. Um, so we've been pretty successful in that. We have a company of about 30 people, um, so, and we have the range of professional to installer to warehouse. So we have the whole gamut of executives down to, um, not down to, but up to warehouse, let's say. Yeah, well, that's that's definitely the, the way that you can have a real sustainable, solid, long-term business. And I know, uh, you know you've been plugging away on the on the, the volunteer side and the policy side at, at Calci uh, as, as treasurer, as vice president, and also board member of National CIA. And, and you, know, you, you can tell the people that really are in it for the right reasons that are going to be around there to take care of the customers and that that's what you're doing. That's what we like to do with Cinnamon Solar. And uh, that's what the customers want. And that's that's how you get good yeah. references. It's great to have you on the, the line with us today. Uh, thanks again to Ed Murray with Aztec Solar. And that's all the time we have this week for the Energy Show. 